I'll say, praise the Lord. You can respond now and forever. Praise the Lord. There are always two sides to every coin. I suppose all of us have heard this saying before. It is meant to remind us that there are always two sides to every story. Now my mother, God rest her soul, would not have to listen just to two stories, but to three stories, because it was my two older brothers and myself. And each one of our stories was always a bit different. And we always had a story to share. Usually we frame our arguments to give ourselves the best narrative. Expressing our sentiments about something becomes a pastime. So for example, my father every morning would go to the Hilltop Coffee Shop in Sturgeon Bay. And among his other grumpy old men friends, would regale one another with the latest news of the town. There is something within us that wants to share our story, our narrative, our perspective from our specific vantage point. However, in today's gospel, Jesus stops us dead in our tracks. He reminds us that his story is the truth. There are not multiple narratives or an array of perspectives, but a truth, a way, a life. In short, it's his truth. The coin then has an intrinsic meaning. Caesar's inscription on the coin is the inherent hat tip to the ruling authority of the day, to the emperor. And whoever that may be at the time is the Caesar, the God of the people. If Jesus answers no, then he is disobedient to the powers that be. If he says yes, then he is acknowledging a power other than his father's. Jesus returns the question to the Pharisees and says, Give me that coin. Maybe with some artistic license, we can think that Jesus takes the coin and flips it in front of those who are challenging him. Or maybe he holds the coin between his index finger and his thumb, sort of eyeing it. Or perhaps he just has the coin in the palm of his hand. But all the while, the Pharisees are holding their breath to hear what he has to say. They think in that moment they have him trapped, that there's no way out. And they were indeed filled with malice, weren't they? They were plotting and scheming to make Jesus contradict himself. But he doesn't. And this is the amazing part of this story. Jesus is non-contradictory. And neither, should I ask, is the teachings of the Catholic Church. Nowhere in all the teachings of the Church is there contradiction. Jesus is the truth. He's not just a truthful man. He is above opinion. He doesn't just hold one opinion among others. 
He is the narrative, not one narrative among others. Jesus is the Christ. He is the one Lord of all. In today's day and age, there is this thing which we call relativism. It is thinking that there is more than one truth. But the fact of the matter is, is that Jesus challenges us to come to believe that he is the truth. Jesus is the story, not a story among a myriad of other stories. Jesus is God. It's almost as if you could say, and I paraphrase this, for Jesus, he says, grant to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but you bloody darn well not grant to God what belongs to God. And that means everything, because he in fact is sitting right here before you, the second person of the Holy Trinity. So brothers and sisters, we got to stop playing games with God. We have to stop legitimizing our behavior before him. For when we do, we are in effect mocking him or we're filled with malice against him and we're trying to plot against him rather than allowing him to be the Lord of our life. In many ways, we are trying so many times to make our story supplant his story. We're trying to have our cake and eat it too. So as it turns out, we can make head or tails about this story. No pun intended. But there are not two sides to every story, nor are there two sides to every coin. There is one story, one side, and it is that of Christ. As we hear in the first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, there is no God beside me. And that includes us, most especially both now and forever.